Hello and welcome to Curious City. With a difference, we're on lockdown. Um, this is all about helping creative freelancers, indie businesses, arts companies raise awareness about their current plight and tell you how you can help them. So if you're keen to get in touch or you know someone that needs some help, please email me letty at curious.art. And just to say, we are recording this online so the audio isn't usual industry studio spec. So forgive us for that and enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Curious City on Lockdown. Today I'm thrilled to be talking to a curious member and writer, Judith Watkins. Judith, hello. Hi. Thanks so much for coming to chat to us in the midst of lockdown. Well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just in my room, so <laughs> not much effort. You have been um, very busy scribing away during lockdown. Um, would you like to just give us a bit of, uh, you know, give us a bit of background in terms of um, how you started writing, what kinds of things you, you write, um, and how you came to be featured in the Sheffield Telegraph? Um, well, I kind of loved writing as a kid. I always kind of liked things that made people laugh and um, sort of just wrote on and off for friends and family throughout my life. When I had my first child, my daughter, I couldn't get to see my, my in-laws uh, so much. And so I used to write a letter as if it were from my daughter home to my uh, mother-in-law every week. So it was called, you know, Nana's, Nana's Letters to Nana. And yeah, just that's what I've done finding things that kind of entertain me and just writing a little thing on Facebook and then friends eventually said you know you should you should write on a blog so uh, kind of about two years ago I started just writing for friends on on a blog musings on the mundane so fantastic and and where where can where can we find that Do we just kind of google Musings on the mother. Now I've uh, now set up uh, in lockdown. I've kind of organised a website, so it's judithwatkins.co.uk, and uh, most of the musings at the moment are about um, the current situation and my reaction to it, living at home with my fellow inmates, uh, the nearly beloved and grunting <laughs> teen. <laughs> is it, uh, are we talking? Is it? Have we got a girl or a boy, or how old are they? I have three children. Um, my oldest son is in lockdown in a single room uh, in Amsterdam at the moment uh, with his girlfriend, both working from home. But luckily they're in love, so um, they haven't yet murdered each other. Yeah. Um, my daughter lives just around the corner. She's married. And so the younger one is still at home in isolation in his team cave. <laughs> and how are you finding it? I mean, I think like everybody, it has its ups and downs and we take it in turns to have a meltdown and we, we're very lucky we have a big house and a garden so we can kind of, you know, avoid each other as much as possible. Yeah, when it gets yeah. a bit cabin feverish. It does, yeah. 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 Um, so great, so you started your blog. Was that a difficult process? Because I know some people listening will think, you know, gosh, actually I'd really like to do that. So have you got any tips or recommendations for how budding bloggers might start that process i think it was for me it wasn't it was just really a question of um just writing and rather than just keeping my stories on the computer just putting them out there and the whole technical side of it i kind of outsourced to my daughter so uh um right. yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a good actually that's a great tip because i think that's the that's the main block for a lot of people yeah um thinking or oh, i'm not really sure where to start where do you start a blog on the internet 
Um, yeah. So outsourcing the tech to a tech savvy team is probably yeah. a extremely hot tip. <laughs> So it's kind of WordPress and, and, you know, I haven't got to grips with kind of um, making it more available to everybody. You know, I haven't, I'm not so good on the marketing, but that might come. I mean, I just want to write and, you know, I'll want to keep it somewhere. At some point I might organize it like, you know, coming on here and trying to make myself a bit more known to other people. Yeah. Yeah, Brilliant. Um, So what sort of, what sort of things would people find on um, musings on the mundane? At the moment, yeah, at the moment it's sort of, um, it's, I mean, week nine of the Corona Chronicles, I've kind of been focusing on that. But before that, I would be writing things like the hairdressers and, you know, how going to hairdressers as a woman is very different from a man and how my husband seems to, you know, he thinks I only pay £10 to have my hair cut and that's what I like to kind of make him believe. Or, you know, going swimming and finding that, you know, people use the lanes very differently and uh, maybe yeah. don't even use, you know, <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, just, just kind of, yeah. Humorous social observation. Everyday things like, yeah, like my neighbour a few years back decided to light a fire uh, on the hottest day of the year and it kind of came through into our chimney and we ended up with all the farm in, in the house. <laughs> Oh, it sounds great. Um, Because I know that you've recently published um, a book. I have indeed, yes. Tell us a little bit. I mean, that's incredibly exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I'm really proud of myself for doing it because it was kind of a big leap of faith. I mean, it started sort of, as I said, I've been writing on and off, but it was only really three years ago when I, I kind of, I used to work at Sheffield College and then I kind of decided to go freelance teaching English as a foreign language and doing more examining, which kind of freed me up to then do more writing. I just started to think about my life and um, and it started off really as a sort of a, like a memoir of, of seminal points in my life, but it, my life's been quite entertaining. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just sort of started writing and then, um, yeah, it was based on sort of my experiences as a, as a, I'm a linguist, so I, I yeah, lived you in... you have quite an eclectic life, haven't you? I have indeed, yeah. I mean, um, I, I'm a linguist, as I said, so I studied French and Russian at university, um, and I always thought I'd marry a foreigner, but I ended up um, living abroad. I ended up marrying a Welshman who speaks not a word of Welsh and ended up back in Sheffield, which is my hometown. But, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd studied in, in France in Dijon, the home of the mustard. Mm-hmm. And I'd also spent five months in Moscow uh, in um, the Cold War era, which was uh, very interesting and then after university I'd gone to India in the days when nobody traveled and there was no mobile phones or credit cards and then um, yeah then I worked uh, as an interpreter (laughs) not a very good one I have to say um, for (laughs) Soviet groups who were coming over on town twinning exchanges and um, and after that I worked as a tourist guide uh, in Europe taking mainly Americans on coach trips round round the main cities. And, uh, yeah. and so I've had loads of adventures, as you can imagine, lots of things. Everything seemed to go wrong. It was all quite hysterical. And uh, I kind of put a lot of that into my first novel. Um, pl- yeah, plus the fact I'm... called this, this novel? The, no- the novel is called Stones in My Bra, The Search <laughs> for Love, Enlightenment and the Perfect Flapjack. Oh, lovely. 
Oh, that sounds, that just sounds great. And it's yeah, well, I mean, the perfect antidote to lockdown, going with you on all of these amazing world adventures from the comfort of your own sofa and having a good old laugh along the way. Yeah, and I think as well, you know, because I'm also kind of, I'm a Reiki master, uh, which my husband thinks is very bizarre. And I'm also into kind of, I've tried out lots of new age therapies. I'm, I like to keep an open mind. So a lot of that has gone into the book as well. So, um, yeah. Wow. Gosh, it sounds fab. So how, how can people get hold of that? That is, uh, that's on Amazon. Um, it's $7.99 um, in paperback. It's $1.99 on Kindle, or if you've got Kindle Unlimited, it's free. So please go to Amazon, Stones in My Bra, Judith Watkins. And, and how did that process happen? Did you, you, you kind of, did you have an editor and go through that sort of formal process or did you just think, I want to publish a book, I'm going to do it. How, how did you sort of go from start, you know, writing these memoirs to thinking, no, I'm actually going to publish a book? It started, well, it was, a, it was a memoir. It was all my sort of main things that had happened to me and my journey in life and to where I got to and, and you know, being married for 34 years as well. That's quite a journey. So, you know, um, so it was like writing that and, and I, I had no idea about writing, um, so I just kind of thought, oh, well, that's okay, I'll just, I'll just send it off to publishers, as you do, and of course, kind of got lots of rejections, but one literary agent wrote back saying she loved the voice, she loved the idea, and she didn't think it worked as a memoir, so if I so suggested I rewrite it as a novel um, and then resubmit it. And then, just by chance, I, I kind of thought, well, I've got to the point now where I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I was reading the Sheffield Telegraph and um, I found a, a writing coach who lived in Hathersage, Joanne Byrne. She's also a writer. And so I got in touch with her and, um, and between us, we kind of licked it in. You know, we got rid of 15 chapters and we added in characters and um, it became quite a different book, but uh, a novel this time. Yeah. Amazing. And did you, did you add, were the, the characters you added, were they um, true or did they, do you know, did you add elements of fiction to, uh, to sort of lend itself to that novel? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest leap was really kind of taking perhaps somebody like my poor husband and, and deciding, you know, I had to make him kind of much more extreme to add yeah. humour to the situation, which I found really cathartic in the end. So I could just make him as evil as possible or, you know, as you know, unpleasant in, not that he is, but, you know, in, Yes, and, and then adding in sort of like Misty um, Hotel with his chiseled jaw, he became a much bigger kind of part of the story than... But a lot of it is based on people that I have known um, and situations I've been in, so yeah. Great. Oh, well, that's going straight on my order list. <laughs> um, and during lockdown, you... So just, I know that you've been writing these Corona Chronicles, mm -hmm. and... They're now being published by the Sheffield Telegraph. Yeah, I mean, that was, again, one of those kind of leaps of faith that I, I, I was just putting them up on my blog and, and then posting on Facebook to people. And then somebody just said, you know, that's just what we need in this time at the moment. Um, you should send it to a newspaper. And I just thought, you know what? <laughs> I will. <laughs> so, yeah, and it was just, I thought, nobody's, you know, they're not going to publish it. And then they did, and then they asked me for more. So I was, you know, 
they just keep on publishing them, which is great. Fantastic. So if you don't, if you don't have a go, you just don't know, do you? I think that's it. I think, you know, you've got to be in it to win it, you know, um, and you learn from the experience. I mean, when I did the novel slam at Curious Arts, I, w I was just terrified, but it, it was such a great experience and people were so supportive that, you know, I just thought, you know what, you only regret what you haven't done. So yeah. Great. And what is next? in terms of um, writing? I mean, obviously you're going to carry on with, with the blog and things, but do you have any other ambitions to for a new longer form project maybe? Yes, I, I have just so, um, I unfortunately lost my work, all the examining dried up uh, in, um, uh, in the current times. And so I kind of went into depression and I thought, you know what, I've just got to, think of this as a writing and meditation retreat so every day I've been kind of been doing meditating Reiki and I've been writing so I have just completed the first draft of the second novel which is a, um, so spoons on my feet is the next one <laughs> and it's kind of a continuation of the characters um, and this time it's more about conflict and change, dealing with change in difficult times. So it's kind of a backdrop of Brexit. And I had to completely change the ending because the ending was going to be at the end of March with the Sheffield Half Marathon. And so I've had to kind of like weave in Corona into it now. So, right, so Corona's there. Yes. In, in text. In the text, yeah. Sick. Uh, what are you so you're gonna are you gonna go down the self-publishing route again or do you think you know with with all of this this fuel behind you now do you think you might go through the process of applying for literary age uh, literary representation or I think I'm just going to go down the self the indie publishing route because um you know I mean my my nephew kind of did did the book cover so you know it's kind of a family no, process you can't see it but it's absolutely yeah. lovely yeah he he did an art degree and so he kind of my, my daughter formatted everything so Gosh, i just did the writing a useful family haven't you <laughs> yeah well you've got to have there's got to be some point in them isn't there yeah. <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't know because i found the whole literary agent route i i think it's finding who who does your genre and I don't think this has necessarily got a genre as such you know it's kind of a Yorkshire middle-aged mum's version of eat pray love and I don't know <laughs> like that's such a brilliant tagline I hope we've got that somewhere yeah it's great um well I'm really looking forward to reading that after oh, thank you um so have you got any just before we just before we finish there um any top lockdown writing tips for any listeners out there or with I think, background if anyone's experiencing any kind of writing blocks or, or possibly just kind of a bit of a depression or a bit of a slump due to what we're going through any any top top healing tips or how to get through those times yeah for me i mean uh, one big thing in terms of you know meditation is gratitude just being grateful for what you've got because you know when you think oh god I'm stuck with you know my awful family in the house but I've got a room on my own to sit in I've got a garden to sit in you know I can breathe I can walk I, I've got food you know so I think it sounds a bit trite but if you do that every day 
it kind of has a really big effect because you just go out and you think, wow, you know, it's, you know, even today it's raining, but I think, wow, that's great because we need the rain. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I think scientifically proven, isn't it? Gratitude. Yeah. Because it teaches your brain to seek out the positives as opposed to just constantly focusing on the negatives. Yeah, I've, I've been doing this for about a year now and, and I, you know, I, I, I am just much, well, I'm just really happy so <laughs> most of the time. I mean, I get depressed, but yeah, yeah, I think you, there's always somebody much worse off than you and, and yeah. Do you physically write a list down or do you just kind of like... When, like... I, when I started, um, I, I used to text to a friend, you know, every night I used to text to get into the habit of doing it all. You know, some days it was just, you know, I haven't shouted at my kids today or whatever, you know. Um, and then I stopped because I got into the habit of doing all every night before I go to bed. I just go in my head, lists of things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. And yeah, and she actually got quite upset. She said, oh, I really like, li li you know, looked forward to. Yeah, my, my favorite highlight of the day. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think there are lots of things that, you know, that people can do with writing is just, just write a little bit every day, you know, and if you, if you've got a block, go and do something else and come back. But I don't really get blocked because I just, I, I find it such a creative process that if I don't write, then I get, that's when I get depressed. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I always think that the hardest part of writing is actually just sitting down. Yeah. Writing. But if you can, if you can say to yourself, well, I just need to do 10 minutes. Usually. It starts to flow, doesn't it? Yeah. And then they're all shouting, mum, what's for tea? And you're going, stop, I can't stop now. <laughs> No, it's super noodles. Work it out. <laughs> and so are you going to be writing today? What's the rest of your day got in store? I'm going to try. Well, actually, I have got a bit of a block because I, um, yeah, I'm going to try and write an article for the, <clears throat> the Telegraph for, for next week. And, uh, and then I might go through the, the draft of, of Spoons on My Feet and see how I get with that. Yeah. Great. Oh, good. Well, good luck with all of that. Um, thank, thank you so, so much. much coming to chat to us um and yeah looking forward to seeing you in the flesh uh on the other side thank you so much letty yeah it's been you know your people yeah and also i think if you know if you're right to join something like the writers hub because people are so supportive uh it's just fantastic yeah well you must come to our wednesday morning sessions we do them all on zoom once a week oh. writers group it's called the virtual writers cafe okay um, uh yeah, it's, it usually goes out on Twitter, but I'll send you a link. But if anyone's yeah. listening and they want to join in, it's two hours. Um, we just have a, a, it's about between eight and ten of us. Um, and we set targets for the next week. We have a document ongoing so that we can feedback on each other's work. Um, and it's just a very relaxing time to spend with other writers, um, having a chat, talking through blocks i give you a prompt every week uh, we go through those um yeah so come and come and do that with us i'd love to yeah i don't do twitter yet you know but i'll, I'll have to get my daughter on that one for yeah. me <laughs> on twitter. Yeah. yeah okay well i'll send oh, you all thank the you. all right judith lovely to see you take care thank you, thank you so much bye-bye a curious arts production <laughs>